Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A reminder, the first 30 minutes of this podcast are available on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Google, and many of the major platforms. The full podcast is available at www.patreon.com forward slash SRB Media. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of The Current View with the man himself, the idol of Gillsborough, Mr. Terry Curran. Your host is the Gabby Cabby, Paul Collins. Good evening, Gabby, and good evening, everyone. Good evening, TC, and good evening, everybody. Steady away, son. How's the week been? Not too bad. Been a bit cool and windy as anything last night, but other than that, uh, just plodding along. Yeah, it's been pretty dry in Birmingham. Been, yes, cool. Uh, but again, it is the end of January, so it is to be expected. End of January means fourth round of the FA Cup. There were some fantastic ties, some fantastic goals and some tremendous magic moments. What have you sourced for us, T? Again, you're right. Uh, there have been some fantastic goals. <laughs> we say it every week, but it's yeah. true, isn't it? Uh, I'm going for Casemiro's. I mean, he scored two great goals there yeah, because the first one, he waited for the keeper to go down. You know, he's made the keeper sell himself and then he's chipped it over him. But the one I'm going for is, is the second one. You know, you know me, I'm a big believer in pace and place. Yeah. Uh, to see it through a, through the crowd and, and bend it round. And I mean, you look at it and you think, well, is a keeper, is a keeper, uh, could a keeper got it? No chance, because it's just bent round and come back in. You know, fantastic goal. That's the one I'm going for, my magic moment. There were so many magic moments. I've got to say a magic moment is tonight. Uh, I've just seen all the flags being waved at Newcastle versus Southampton League Cup. It is the League Cup. I know it's a Carabao Cup, but it's the League Cup. It's a competition that you got to the final in 1979 for Southampton. Southampton being tonight's opponents. St James's Park looks as though it's absolutely rocking. Oh, I played there uh, in an FA Cup game with Doncaster. That's when they went and got to the... No, it wasn't the FA Cup. Sorry, I tell a lie then. It was the League Cup. Yeah. The League Cup game. Um, maybe 73, 74. But they did get the FA Cup final uh, when we played Liverpool. But I played there. I think they beat us 6-1. Frank Clark scored a goal. His first goal for Newcastle. Been there all that team time. And the ground erupted. Honestly, you thought they'd won the World Cup. Never mind the European Cup League and everything. It absolutely... It was It was incredible because well, I'd be about 18 at the time. And I thought, great to play here one day. And, that... and as it happens... I went back there and played again. Yeah, and almost signed for Newcastle yeah, as well. I did, yeah, but, but with Arthur Cox, uh, yeah. But when you look at the ground and you look at the the city, I mean, and Newcastle, a, a one-team city club, same as Leeds United. Absolutely phenomenal, I mean, isn't it? It's phenomenal. You get the derbies, but you can still have derbies. But... Uh, 
but I, I think it's great to have one team in, in, in the city. I really do, because you get all that support for that team. And when you when you look at the Newcastle uh, on TV tonight, you've seen all the flags and the atmosphere. Mm. I, I mean, I've got the sound turned down because obviously I'm talking, but it looks absolutely buzzing, doesn't it? Absolutely. <clears throat> but I think you're right. When, when you look at Sheffield, you look at Liverpool, you look at Birmingham, you look at Bristol, you look at most of the big cities, Manchester, of course, two clubs, sometimes three, and in the case of London, uh, quite a lot of football clubs that are in the London area, the various boroughs of London. But there is something special when you are the only team in town. you got that support from from pretty much everybody. Everyone. And it yeah. is a hotbed of football is the North East. <clears throat> but Leeds is the... Apart from London, then Birmingham is the next biggest city by numbers, Leeds is the third biggest city by numbers. I think there's there's over eight hundred thousand. And there's there? only one team in Leeds. Exactly. So, you know, it is great because you do feel that support of the old city. And when you look at the black and white and the stripes as well, there's something about that. And of of course, the uh, Nuts County being the oldest club, and then the old lady of Turin Juventus took it. And yep. uh, the Magpies in black and white. And I think there is something special with them uh, them stripes. And, and both teams have been stripes, but Southampton haven't wore their red and white stripes now. They've wore what looks like a training kit. looks awful. Well, it's all, all it is to sell, is, is to sell kit. It is, I mean, the tech, how, what they do to the British public or the fans, mm-hmm. you know, forcing Well, they're not forcing them. But you know, they are in they know a way. the kids are going to say, "Dad, can I have that?" Yeah, you know. Um, but no, it's it looks okay from the back, but from the front, you know, it doesn't it doesn't do anything for me. No, absolutely. But so. then again, then again, are we getting older? Well, am I getting older? Because I'm sixty-eight, so you know, I like I like uh, things fashionable, and I like things uh, to go forward. But I'm not into these type of strips. No, absolutely. But I think fifty, sixty thousand Geordies would um, disagree with the, the modern take on the modern kit because they've still got a traditional black and white stripes. And you look all around St James's Park, there's thousands of Newcastle tops. As wherever the tune go and play, they have a great following away from home. Bruno Gamares was our player of the week last week. What a performer he is. And um, player of the week this week, too, I've gone for Kamukayuru. I think that's how you pronounce his first name. Mitoma from Brighton and Hove Albion. I'd like to start my magic moments with his fantastic strike and his performance. And he has done it before this season for Brighton as well. He does look a player. I think two and a half million pounds as well. You can still get value for money with all the stupid amounts that are banded around. You still can pick out a gem for a couple of million. Well, when you look at uh, Brentford and Brighton, yes, you know uh, the trademark what they've been, what they've done these last few years is incredible. Yeah. I mean, uh, Brighton for. It is a well-supported club, Brighton, but you know it finished up with no ground and nothing. Yeah. Brentford have always been in and around the third, well, fourth tier of football, 
the team of football on what the what achievement they have done so far it's been incredible and they don't look like uh, as though they're going to settle within the next two or three years because they've got squads capable of of, of holding their own well not holding their own doing a little bit better than holding their own uh, punching above the uh, above the weight really yet they still be able to sell players uh, for a tremendous amount of money, which stabilises the club it, to keep it going and, and, and to keep trying to achieve a uh, little bit, little, bit more each year. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, so for me, it, it's tremendous what they've done. And you're right, um, terrific. But I mean, when you look at the transfers today, I mean, what what was it? January. They always used to say about January transfer market. It was. Um, Panic buying if you if you spend yeah. that kind of money. Mm. Now it's funny because it's been over five hundred million. At, at that this was about at quarter past twelve today. I don't know what it is now. Five hundred eleven yeah. million pound in January. At the same time, Barcelona, Real Madrid, and Juventus uh, are not going to get fined for, for that breakaway. And I've wrote about this. Will the push forward now? Again, for this Super League, hundred percent. There you know, will be even more. If yeah. something, if you don't look at it, look at it and analyze it, and not, you know, don't listen to people saying, "Oh, it's just a conspiracy theory." What the what it looks at this is they're trying to pull all the best players into the Premier League. Hundred percent. Right, um, and then. With these not getting fined, are they going to push it forward? One nil game over. Will they go in a roundabout way? What gives them a little bit more leeway to go and do it? There's something happening, I guarantee you, because in this day and age where um, people have not been able to, um, have not been able to uh, afford things, football is giving absolutely out of control. I, think, I mean, out of control. Yeah, I think it's been out of control <clears throat> for some seasons. And I think that when you look at, I mean, no disrespect to Wolves in the 50s, they, they kind of were a match for Real Madrid. <laughs> when you think that Real Madrid can't compete with Wolverhampton Wanderers and they're just about round the, the, the drop zone of the Premier League financially, when you look at the amount of millions of pounds that the English clubs are spending... And I think that when you look at some instances, for instance, well, for example, uh, Enzo, um, the the fella Fernandez, is it Fernandez, the the Argentinian fella, who was going to Chelsea, who, who could be on his way to Chelsea for a hundred and fifteen million pounds. Now, I believe he only joined Benfica last summer. And I think it was in the region of 15 million. Okay, we've had a World Cup, but his transfer figure has has gone from 15 million to 115 million, and we're only talking from probably July, August, September, October, November, December. Six months is put on 100 million pounds on a transfer fee. It's stupid. It is. It is stupid. There is something behind all this, Gabby. 
It's called stupidity. Well, it's called stupidity when when we when we looked at the size of the transfer fees. Yeah, but who values but, them? But, but it's million. going. It's going. This is going somewhere. I promise you. Yeah, it is. And this is going help. somewhere. What it will? What I it... have never seen. I have never seen this for a long time. What's no. been spent in this transfer? I mean, I know the Saudis have bought Newcastle. Back to Madrid, you're on about that they can't compete. They've had to get the house in order. They'll yes. be competing within, like Barcelona, they'll yeah. be competing again soon. There's something behind all this. But the Spanish right? know the only way they can really compete with the English Premier League now, and so do the Italians, so would the French, well, blimey, they nearly went two up then, is by having the European Super League where more money is thrown at it and they then can compete because Gabby, at the moment they cannot compete at the Gabby, levels that they're playing. Gabby, I'll guarantee you one thing, mm. and I'll not be far wrong on this. Well, I'm, you might not be far wrong. I'm not being a big mouth. I'm yep. not being a big head. What I'm telling you, if Barcelona and Real Madrid, at this day and age now, coming for any player in the Premier League, they will, they will get them. Yeah, ag- ag- agreed. They still are the two biggest clubs be, on the, the planet. The league's yeah. not going to be the same. Don't get me wrong. But it's the spending. They will get the big name players. Yeah, but it's that spending capacity that the uh, that league that the uh, Premier League in Spain has put together. Whereas Barcelona have had to offload players. Madrid have had to offload players. Because they're in that much debt. Absolutely, and the That's only, only way reason why they're in that much debt. Yeah, and but they are getting. It's not like in the Premier League; they still get the they get the biggest amount of money. Oh, 100 percent. But again, you go back; they're still in debt. So the only way that they cannot be in debt is by earning more money. The only way they're going to earn more money is the European Super League, and the foreign teams absolutely hate the way that the Premier League is the number one go-to league in the, the world. The money's thrown in from Absolutely. all over the world, isn't it? 100%, yeah. They don't like it. They want to compete. And at the moment, they can't. How they will compete is if the Europeans join together and they have this European Super League, and then it will be a completely different dynamics for them. Because at the moment, the Premier League is just far and away the biggest league on the planet by some distance. Jack Grealish's pass, by the way, for uh, Nathan Ake. Strange that was Cancelo going to Bayern Munich on loan. Not only the pass, the composure, the technique and the skill, you know, not to not to panic on the ball, yeah. but then forced back for, uh, away from the goal. And then, to, like you said, uh, to be able to see and play the through ball that he did. And a great finish by uh, Ake. Absolutely. But you're right. How Jack went about that and the way that he... And this is what I like about Grealish. That looked, that looked like Jack at Aston Villa. Absolutely. And that's what I was... And do you know something? Nathan Ake <clears throat> reminds me a lot of um, Matty Target when he played... I thought you were going to say Rudolph. <laughs> well, he does kind of like visually. Listen, listen, visually, he does. Listen. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. <laughs> yeah. well, I better not say. <laughs> no, but visually, he does, don't he? He looks like yeah. rude, doesn't he? But the, you know the way that Target used to really link up well with Jack Grealish at Villa? Cancelo never used to do that. Cancelo rarely gave Jack the ball. Cancelo was all about Cancelo. Now, with Ake playing there... And Jack might, be, Jack might have got that confidence as though he's not, a, he's not the star player like he was at Villa. He's might started to think, well, I'm going to be. Yeah. I've just been bought for 100 million quid. I'm going to show everybody. And he's starting to, to look like the Jack Grealish of Aston Villa. What we all say, you know, what could win a, a World Cup for England, but it's getting the manager to pick him. But again, I do think that left-back is a better fit for Jack than Cancelo because he helps Jack out a lot more. Jack's always looking to come inside and play them little balls to the full-back like he did at Villa, or go on the outside with a fullback coming on the inside like Target did a lot with Villa and playing such a fantastic ball. And all Ake, I know it's, it sounds stupid, but all Ake had to do was just caress that ball into the back of the net. The no, weight no, of the pass that, was that, phenomenal. That's all you have to do, Gabby, because let me tell you No, I understand that. It's very difficult. Seven but out of ten. Yeah. Seven out of ten would have that. <clears throat> yeah. But he caressed it into the back no. of the net. But the ball from but, Jack yeah, but, was but, but, so but, good. But what you are 100% on, it's the perfect ball. Yes. Set up that he doesn't he doesn't have to blast it because it's perfect for him to just curl it, bend it round. Yeah, don't have to break stride. It's there. It's on a plate. There's yep. a great Jimmy Hogan. Always used to say, inside forwards, midfield players are like waiters in a restaurant. You serve the forwards and Jack served imperfectly. Bamford's pass also served perfectly. I mean, that was just sublime. A great little... The way he just he's a good done player, it. He's a good player. I like him, Bamford. Technically, he's a good yeah. player. I do like him. For but he's not a forward, you wanted to get more goals. But he ain't a goal you know. scorer, is he? No. Well, he scored a few, I know, in the lower league, uh, yeah. in the championship. But he's never been in the prolific team what make a lot of goals like Manchester City, like in Liverpool, mm. at the pe- Liverpool at the best, Man United at the best and Chelsea at the best, you know. I think he'd be great for Chelsea now. I mean, he was at Chelsea, will not he, years ago. How <clears> much <throat> money are they, are they spending? I, I mean, it's just uh, unbelievable. It's ridiculous. I mean, I think... I mean, he's 115 million quid. The kid yeah. who they've got on loan costs 115 million pounds to, uh, to uh, Atletico Madrid. And yet, he looked hell of a player in his first game. And I always tell Tom, I said, he's a player of him when he was at... I said, but he's no good playing for Simone because it's defensive football. Yeah. 
Yeah, 100%. And then he gets sent off in his first game. <clears throat> but Joe Felix, I've always looked at him and thought he's a player. Chelsea have got so many players and so many similar players as well. <clears throat> and the amount of money that Chelsea are spending is unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. I, I mean, it's almost insane. It's almost insane. Can, can they get in the Champions League? That's going to be the question, isn't it? Well, when you when you look at it, I mean, there's there's four places up for grabs. Newcastle are the, are, are the dark horse this season. Nobody expected Newcastle to be where they are. Arsenal as well. Nobody expected Arsenal to Pardon? be top of the league. You, no, you you may have to, but I think when you're looking yeah, at the yeah, football world, you know the a lot yeah. of people laughed at me, didn't they? Oh, absolutely. If you would have said before the season started, it would have been Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool and a other. But those well, would have been the I three. I'm staying by the chance because I said to him, look, we'll not pick Manchester City. We'll not pick Arsenal. Because I fancied Arsenal to go strong this year. Yeah. I, still, I still think Manchester, Manchester City will win the league, mate. So do I. But I think, right? yeah. Uh, and then Simon Jump said, well, I'm having Tottenham. And I said, well, I'll have Man United. You know, but I fancied to give Man City a good run for the money. Yeah. I really did. And they've done more than that so far. They have done superb and and play a great game as well. You know, Arteta, you'd identified him years ago as a great up-and-coming coach, coach. stroke manager. Eddie Howe's doing a great job as well. Not a coach what's going to put uh, drills on. And what I mean, if if you went to watch football clubs train, yeah. They do all all different types of drill. They coach they coach the system. Yeah. Well how to how to drop off, how to go forward, how to go as a unit, how to press, when to press. We our coaching is all about channel ball and drills, I guarantee you. I'll tell you something though, I'm I'm watching are you watching the game? I'm coming to bedroom, yes. Yeah. Newcastle just put a string of passes there. One touch, two when touch. When did pop, you pop, see pop. that at Newcastle? Exactly. And Tell most me. of these players played under Steve Bruce. And this is way, what we've always said. It's the about way, the coaching. By the way, I go on to my Manchester City. Yeah. I would have, I would have, uh, I'd have, I'd have in, 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 in my team. I'd have a, a Peter Barnes in my team. Yeah. What can go past people. Yes. Right? I keep telling everybody. I'm older than Guardiola. I watched the Brazilian team. That's what put me uh, aware of the winter movement of, of players. Yeah. And then when I went and joined Forest, no different. They had bigger players than uh, the Brazils, what yeah. I watched uh, as a kid. But Cluffy's team did the same thing. Liverpool to a certain, to a certain uh, extent, but Forest. Forest were unbelievable, yeah. You know, in that era when Liverpool were at the peak, and now, you know, I don't, it, Benitez has won a Spanish league, he's won a, um, uh, a Champions, Champions League. League. Yeah. Never right? rated that manager. Listen, that would have lucky because it cost me 18,000 pounds. That I had an accumulator and I had AC Milan to win that with three nil up. That that were a one off because maybe oh, AC Milan were an unbelievable team yeah, for them were. to get you know to lose that. And I know they lost it on penalties. But going back to what I was saying about Newcastle, right? 
Benitez is a, his football is it's boring. Absolutely. You wouldn't see his teams do that. No. You wouldn't see him move that with a with a pace and a tempo to the game. It's like Simeone. Yeah, hundred percent. I'd never have him. Listen, I can't watch Tottenham much, mate. I mm. really can't. Yeah. And I like Tottenham as a football club. I just don't like how he plays football. Uh, content. I really don't. I don't think there's many Tottenham fans that like the way he plays football. And Tottenham do wait till they go a couple of goals down until they start playing football. But I've got to bring up Son's goal. I mean, when you mentioned uh, Casemiro's goal, the way he bent it round, I mean, Sonny's technique there, Great I mean, player. it's curled straight in the corner. I mean, tremendous. And nice to see him getting uh, back on the score sheet and getting his confidence up as well. Um you know, Tottenham have got the players, but the, the handbrake is often on because of the manager. I've got to give a shout out to Fred's goal as well. I thought it was a delightful little uh, flick to uh, for Fred to score. And yeah. Wrexham's performance. Great, oh, yes, brilliant. That was a great magic moment, that when you, you know. Yeah, it was superb. There were some fantastic reels uh, that I've noticed on social media, some fantastic moments, some magic moments. And then I watched the... I didn't see the first half of Wrexham's game, but uh, what a game of football the second half was. Sheffield United going to Wrexham, took an early lead, then Wrexham got back and the game ebbed and flowed. And at one stage, you thought when Mullins scored that goal, oh, yeah, they're in the next round. They are still in the next round, of course. But a uh, late uh, Joe Egan equaliser, really, um, it was an absolute gutting moment for the Wrexham faithful. And Ryan, Ryan Reynolds seemed so happy and so at home in the, uh, uh, the, the his boardroom there at Wrexham, and and great for Netflix as well. What a what a, I mean, what a series, what a find, what a story. But again, like the conference, there's so many really good sides in that conference. I think Nuts County are at so little well, if you're gonna, more If tonight. you're going to buy clubs, if you're going to buy yeah. clubs, you've got to look, you know, where they're based, yeah. what fan base. I mean, it's always had a decent fan base as Wrexham. Derby County will be the ideal club to buy now. Yeah. Uh, in the Championship One, mm. Two, One. Yeah, championship one because it's guarantee you thirty thousand people yeah. with the right person and you could buy it at the right price, couldn't you? Yeah, you could. You know, and you're right what you're saying. What what they've done at Wrexham so far, so good. But it's no good if they don't get into football league this year. No, and 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 it is and going to be difficult because Notts County are not going to be a pushover. No, and Notts County. I mean, arguably, I mean, what would Notts County get? You know, if they if they're, they're doing not, well, they've never been a great supporter. But Forest are getting vast amount of, uh, of uh, more support for me now than they've ever done. Yeah, but if you oh brilliant Newcastle absolutely sublime tonight. Longstaff scored his second goal. What a tremendous move! And again, we go back. It's the belief. It's the way that the coach, the manager Eddie Howe, sets you, Newcastle up. Players, unbelievable. You the confidence to go. Longstaff was there the under Bruce. Right? Yeah. Well, occasionally you might have to give him a bollock. And yeah. say, hey, hang on, that's not good enough. Mm. And I expect better. Yes. Why not talk to him? Look, you're doing well. We're going to do this and we'll add this and we'll add that. Mm. You know, players know what's going on and they ain't being tied down. As long as they understand when they haven't got the ball, you know, the, how dangerous the opposition can be. Yeah. Anyone, anyone. 100%. Right? And, 
And so lots, we allude to it. Yeah, and lots of these players played under Steve Bruce and when they were owned by Mike Ashley and the manager has they were come in. They were worse under Benitez, but yeah. again, they were poor under Bruce. Absolutely, yeah. But this second goal, when you all see it, guys. Fabulous, fabulous goal. Five or six, fabulous. seven passes, boom, Tremendous. back in the net. Them two, them two passes. I think it was Almiron and um, the other fella, uh, Willock. Two fantastic. And again, the thing is, Willock don't get no assist there. This is why these you can stick all your figures and all your facts and all your stats up your backside because they count for nothing. Willock made that goal, but he didn't. It don't class as, as an assist. So when you're watching football, watch with your eyes. Don't look at you know, what you see on a spreadsheet because it really confuses issues and matters and it don't give you the truth. So watch with your own eyes and judge players from what you see. Uh, Book Corner Association... I remember, hang on, I just, I remember <coughs> yeah. this when Simon Seymour says to me, Joe Linton's not a player. I said, Simon, you won't be a player to play for Benitez under Joe Linton. Yeah. He looks a different player. Yeah, he does. Looks a different player. But again, play him in his right position and you might get some and, decent performances out of him. And you can ask Simon, he'll tell you. I said, Simon, he's a better player than what you think he is. Yeah. But again, it's like with Steve Bruce and with Benitez. Stick him up front as a number nine because he's big and he's strong and, you know, he can run around a bit and annoy people. And he's got no, better players to pass him the ball. Yeah, play, play him in midfield, play him a little bit deeper. Get him on the ball. You might find a better performance from him. And, and again... What a great coached side Newcastle United look, playing little angles, little intricate passes. I think he's done a fantastic job. Manager, of the, manager of the year for me, Eddie O. Uh, my my uh, football books in uh, association with uh, myfootballbooks.com. Uh, um, Andy always gives us a recommendation for our book corner. Uh, we do do a regular podcast with Andy. We've done 10 so far. I've got to give him a shout because uh, 11 should be on the horizon. Uh, and he's recommended football's greatest season, the 1971-72 season by Daniel Abrahams. And I have done a podcast with Daniel about this book. It's a fantastic book. And on the front, uh, Brian Clough, Don Reeve, Rodney Marsh, Kevin Keegan, Bill Shankly. They are, absolutely. But again, what a great season the 71-72 season was too. My, my first season, uh, really understanding football. Brilliant. I mean, thought 66, I mean, Chelsea, Tottenham, Liverpool, Leeds, all great. And went all the way through to about 75, didn't it? And then Liverpool yeah. really took over and had that great period. Mm. Remember Arsenal scored, was it 70? When, when Charlie got 71, 70? 71, the one they doubled. scored that goal. 70, 71, yeah. Yeah, absolutely sublime. But it goes through the whole of the season starting pre-season through August, September, through the months to, to May, all the bits and pieces that went on in the football season. If you love <clears throat> the 70s football and the seasons of the 70s, then this is the ideal book for you. I did say to Daniel, 
You've started 71, 72. Can you go back and do 70, 71 and do every season of the 70s? Because I'd love to have a book that's got all the information about the season. So it's a fantastic read. The 1971-72 season, football's greatest season, question mark, by Daniel Abraham. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60.